Hello, and welcome back to the Friday Five here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. My name is Sarah Rupel, and this is our weekly list of five things you should know about. At the top of our list this week, the status of the COVID-19 public health emergency and Medicaid beneficiaries. Early legislation from 2020 that has been continually updated has kept Medicaid beneficiaries from losing their eligibility during the pandemic public health emergency. It has also provided extra funding, boosting the federal Medicaid match rate, or FMAP, by 6.2%. And when the official public health emergency, or PHE, expires, so do those extra protections. The Department of Health and Human Services has publicly stated that they would give advance notice of the PHE expiring, letting the public know 60 days prior to that date. Currently, the COVID-19 PHE is set to expire on July 15th, making May 15th the day an announcement would need to be made. According to the Kaiser Family Foundation, that could mean that between 5.3 million and 14.2 million current Medicaid enrollees could lose their coverage as the protection of that legislation expires. So we will be keeping an eye out for that announcement and we will report back what we hear. Number two, also from Kaiser Family Foundation, the facts about Medicare spending, a really cool interactive piece on their site. If you're looking for a statistics extravaganza, and why wouldn't you be, there is so much information in that presentation. It gives a really good snapshot of Medicare spending over the last 20 years and what is being projected for the next 40 years. There's data on how enrollment has grown over the years, how much enrollment could grow if we continue moving at that same rate. There are spending trends in the report. You can get a look at the overall cost of the program, spending per person, benefits, and Medicare Advantage spending. A lot of comparisons between Medicare and private insurers when it comes to cost. And then a look at out-of-pocket spending and how that has changed over the years. There's also a look at the insolvency challenges for the Part A trust fund that we have mentioned here previously on the podcast. Without action by Congress, the Part A trust fund is set to run out of money by 2028. So that is something that will need to be addressed in the coming years as well. What I like about this piece is that you get the history of where we've been along with that projected data, so it gives you a little more perspective about where we might see coming legislation. And it also shows how far the Medicare program has come and what's now being covered compared. So we will have the link to that article in our notes. As I said, highly recommend checking that out and digging into those statistics. Number three. May is National Mental Health Awareness Month. It is a topic we talk about frequently here on the podcast because it is so important. For me, it's because of my own struggles with anxiety and imposter syndrome, which I talked about in Tuesday's episode. But I've had family members and friends who have also waged their own battles with mental health as well. 
And it's not always easy to talk about whether we're the person struggling or if we're trying to help someone who's struggling. And if that person is one of our colleagues, that adds another layer of challenge to how mindful we should be when approaching the subject. So when I saw this next piece in the Harvard Business Review, I had to include it in this week's episode. It's all about being a mental health ally and how to practice that in a work setting. Something to think about if you have an agency. The article was written by Catherine Ponte, founder of Four Like Minds and a board member of the National Alliance on Mental Illness. She outlines the process for a conversation regarding mental illness, focusing a lot of attention on the stigma that is normally associated with these conditions. And she recommends keeping that stigma in mind as you're preparing for the conversation, while you're having it, even when you're considering mental health initiatives and programs at your place of business. Because there is a stigma attached to mental illness that cannot be disregarded if we are really to approach the situation in a proper and considerate manner. She talks about supportive language and suggests some examples for how to phrase things in a manner that's helpful and addressing the stressor rather than the particular mental health challenge. These examples are helpful for those of us who tend to be a bit more direct than others, only thinking after the fact that perhaps there was a better way to phrase that. And sensitivity is a key here, again, because of the stigma that surrounds mental health issues. My favorite example from this piece comes from the section on avoiding stigma, where Ponte advises against saying, you are bipolar, recommending to instead say, quote, you are a person with bipolar disorder. Always use first-person language. You would never say you are cancer, end quote. And there is a lot more in that article that I could quote and highlight and perhaps do an entire standalone episode on, which if you would like to see that, let us know. We can certainly make that happen. Number four, and this week's shout out goes to our agency development team here at Ritter. If you've been listening for a while, you know that we talk a lot about what to do to become a better insurance agent, but we also have resources for when you're starting to take that step from agent to agency. Two resources that I recommend, actually, they really go hand in hand. First, our ebook on developing an agency, your guide to getting started. It's got all the info you need, like the breakdown of business entities, agency levels, recruiting downline agents, building your brand, succession planning, and advice from our very own experts, President and CEO Craig Ritter and our CSMO, Dave Dietz. We will have the link to grab your copy of that guide in our notes. And another great resource, our night school training on building a business plan. Now, night school is our brand new video training course for insurance agents. And in this particular training, we walk you through the process of setting up your business plan. And there's even a template you can download to help you do it. 
So we will be linking to those resources in our notes. Definitely recommend taking advantage of those resources. Number five, last but not least, this week, Apple announced that they will discontinue the iPod. It has been almost 22 years, but the device will no longer be produced or stocked, so when they are gone, they're gone for good. My sister had the 2003 model, the iPod 3G, with the four buttons on top of the scroll wheel, and it was just about the coolest thing ever. Because, of course, I did not have one. I would not get mine until 2007, and that one was a little black nano. And then I got my first iPhone in 2008, but I used that Nano for a very long time. So in a way, it's a little bittersweet to see it go, but when you look back at timing and the smartphone revolution, perhaps like the walrus says, the time has come. And that brings us to... Rupel Recommends. Tonight is the night for Sneakerella on Disney+. Plus. Very excited to have something new to watch for movie night because I feel like we've been in a bit of a drought lately. At my house, we've been watching KC Undercover. And when I say we, I, I mean my daughter's been binging that and loving it. And she is a huge Zendaya fan now. And that is all I've got for you this week. It's looking like a warm weekend with a little bit of rain for us here in PA, but still warm weather. Spring is officially here. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there. And we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Artwork by Vivian Zhao.